Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one. In the end zone is Jerry and Ely. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez, he'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is, we're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome into the studio, my friends. It's time for another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary Darby in with Chuck and Yancey, and we're all ready to talk some stuff with you tonight, sitting around the old table together and getting ready for this program, which we'll have Joe Harvell coming up at about 6.10, and then a little later on, Brad Henderson will join us. So we'll get former players. One is uh, on uh, the radio network for baseball, and Mr. Henderson, but we'll get to all of that. And early on, we're brought to you by First South Farm Credit, over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities in agriculture and ready to guide you through your financial journey. It's First South Farm Credit. Busy sports weekend all around, all over the place. Basketball games, baseball games, lots of fun. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm doing great. Gary, how about you? Chucky? Wonderful. Great, great start for the baseball team, Uh, defending national champions. Starting their uh, defense of the title, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was a lot of fun, and then uh, got to catch up. Uh, everybody remembers Pete Cordelli, right? Remember Pete Cordelli? Yeah. yeah. His nephew was the Saturday starting pitcher for Delaware. Hmm, which, really? Uh, first time I had seen Pete, and I don't know how long. Hmm. Really, he's he moved to Nashville, um, closer to grandkids. And uh, then uh, this was like his mother, and somehow, anyway, he his his nephew uh, was the starting pitcher. He could throw it around ninety ninety one. Probably walked a few too many guys, and then the Ole Miss baseball team did what they can do. And yeah. so, but that was an interesting little tie in. And Nate Rolka, yes, that was him. All right, I tell you what, I used to love listening to Pete's analysis yeah. of football games. He did a great job. Nate's dad played football with Rich Gannon at Delaware, and so um, you know. 
kept it in the family, and it was it, it was good. Met a lot of Delaware fans. I mean, they, I did too. They it, came out of the left field and came to the tents, and they had a ball. And like, I mean, right, they balled. right. Like most of them say, well, we didn't know. We knew the atmosphere was great. Didn't know what to expect. You guys have been so welcoming, other than between the lines, right? And of course, that's what it is. We'll bring you here and feed you, but we're going we're going to get after you out there on the baseball diamond, and that's what happened. Yeah, they had a lot of transfers in. Met several of the uh, parents of the kids that were playing for Delaware, and. They loved the weather. They thought even 45 degrees was warm to them. They right. thought it was perfect weather for them. Yeah, for one of the days, it was warmer in Delaware than it was in Oxford on Friday. So that's uh, a little bit about what we'll get into as well. We'll talk some of that baseball as as well on the program and get there. As Of course, Ole Miss wins all three of those. They get Arkansas State uh, next. So we have that. Joe Harvell, former Ole Miss basketball player, will join us. And then uh, we've got your text messages already coming in at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. You can continue to do that. Get those to us, and we'll pass those, and, and, and I'll let the, the real brains of the organization, Chuck and Yancey, answer those questions. I read. You guys get to answer. And we're going to let... Our man Yancey, answer now. In fact, five things brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. It's from our friend Steve Grantham, who currently operates nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yancey? Yeah, my first thought still goes out to Gordon Ford, our co-host here, um, going through some health issues and road to recovery, and we hope he gets better shortly. Uh, The very first thought is Ole Miss had zero errors over the weekend. This is a better defensive team than last year's national championship team. Thought number two, the only question mark to me going into week two is the bullpen, middle middle relief bullpen. Too many walls. That has to get cleaned up. Third thought, it's still very early in the season, I know, but the rotation of Elliott, Sonia, and Revis has a chance to be really, really good. In fact, it could be categorized as special before the year's out. Thought number four, the Rebels had eight home runs over the weekend. The power is still there, and this lineup is scary good. Anytime the bottom of your lineup is as good as the top, you know you have a chance to be special offensively. And fifth and final thought, what a, t- a tough two losses by the Lady Rebels Hoops games this week. But they are showing they can play with anyone in the country. They just have to close these games out. Yep, lost by nine in Baton Rouge, overtime with South Carolina. And we've got a question about them in that text message world and then also about the men's basketball team uh, wondering about some things as well. So get those yep. in at 426 426- one zero nine three. We'll go over it with Joe, but just what a, what a tough way to lose the state there. You know, you got the lead, and then they tied up there in the last minute, and you got the last possession, and you know you don't you don't even get a clean shot off. It was just uh, I don't know. It was kind of a microcosm of the season if you think about it. Just another situation where they went scoreless, couldn't score yeah. at the back end of a game, uh, or just at some stretch, and it turns out to be. Final little bit for the second time against yeah. Mississippi State. It's and they missed free lot, throws, but, yeah. Gary. You yeah. know, they had a chance there to go up two buckets uh, there underneath the minute and could not hit their free throws at the critical times. Right. 662-426-1093, the text message in. Those come here to the studio. We'll get with those, and we'll talk with you about that and more throughout this. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, it's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Cannon Motors, Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey with you as we are rolling along somewhere around 6.30 tonight. Brad Henderson of the Ole Radio Network will be on with us. We'll talk with him about the baseball weekend, how that went, and more along the way. As this portion of things brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving us since 1929, 54 locations across Six different states, they go the distance for you. His name is Joe Harvell. He joins us now. Joe, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. How are you doing? Man, better better than we deserve, big guy. How about you? <laughs> I can say the same, believe me. Well, Joe, you know, I know you've watched this season play out like everybody else. And, you know, just first, your first thoughts. Let's go on roster construction, what you believe that maybe Ole Miss is lacking this year uh, versus what they need to sign for next year and who they've signed and maybe if they fit some of those roles. I'm going to tell you what I see, what my opinion is. Um, for one, I, I, they're, they're lacking that big down low. I mean, uh, yeah. we're in the SEC. You're playing against uh, 
SEC team after SEC team that has that, that five-man down low who's blocking shots, changing shots, uh, rebounding. And, uh, and we're missing that. We're missing that intimidator down low. Um, I'm not sure why we don't have him. We should have him. Um, if he is on the team, he, why he's not playing. I'm not, I'm not sure. We're not seeing it. Um, from what I see that uh, Coach David has coming in, though, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, this is probably the best recruiting class in Ole Miss history that's coming in. And that's, that's the scary part of the situation that we're in. Um, fans are about now. They want to win now what you're doing for us now. Um, are they looking forward to next year or can sacrifice this year to wait on next year? I'm not sure if they can or not. But um, I can say this recruiting class coming in next year is going to be a heck of a recruiting class. How that turns out, yet to be seen. Well, you, you know, being in Arkansas, Joe, you know one of those recruits uh, very well. Marshall there, Rashad Marshall. Uh, you know, he's a six foot eight, two hundred fifteen pound power forward. Kind of talk about his game and the role that you see him in. I tell you what, uh, Rashad Marshall is an athlete, guys. Uh, he's a he's a he's a SEC caliber SEC caliber athlete. The ones you see on a lot of teams that's just running the floor, jumping, dunking, blocking shots. He's a player that we're missing this year. Uh, great kid, comes from a great family. Uh, like you said earlier, we're, we're both from the same hometown. I'm from Blyville, Arkansas. I went to school at Gosnell, but I'm from Blyville. And um, and I'm very familiar with Rashad and his, and his family. Uh, great kid. Me and Coach Davis actually uh, tried to work out a couple of things with Rashad during the recruitment and everything, and uh seemed like it, it, it worked in the, in the end. I just hope we're able to keep him. Yeah, and then you look at Jordan Burks again. We're talking about big guys, six nine, uh, two hundred pounds, small forward, kind of plays like that wing stretch four type of guy. Do you are, are you familiar w- with this game? I am. I am familiar with this game, and uh, like I said, it seems as if we're finally getting the SEC athlete uh, on paper that we that we need. Of course, uh, any athlete will tell you. What you did in high school means zip when you get to D1, especially in the SEC. you got to do it on the SEC level. But on paper, these are the athletes that we need. Uh, with him and Richard, with Hubbard, the uh, all-time Mississippi scoring leader in the state, that, that says a whole lot. That says a whole lot about what he's doing. So, Joe, I guess my question to you is, you know, if there were coaching change, what happens? I mean, what are the possibilities that Ole Miss – these players even ever step on campus. I know a lot of that's going to be determined on who they would hire and their relationship with the parents and stuff, but, you know, what, what, what's your best viewpoint on it? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm a Coach Davis guy. Me and Coach Davis, uh, we speak. If I call him to, right now, he'd answer the phone or call me back. But uh, it's a business, and no one knows that more than Coach Davis. You've got to win in the SEC. Uh, I'm not sure how a coaching change would affect these guys. Uh, we see it every day, especially in, in we're, we're at Ole Miss in football recruiting. If a coaching change uh, made, you can expect for some uh, guys to leave or decommit. Yeah. And no different, no different than in basketball. Uh, you said it best. It, it depends on who they bring in. And and right now, Ole Miss is not Ole Miss is not on that level. At, uh, look at Alabama, where Alabama was a couple years ago. 
before they hired Nate Oates made a big difference in a short time. And I think that's that's the way if if Keith decides to make that move, that Ole Miss has to go that route. You've got to go and get you a name coach that's going to put the, uh, the fans in the stands that's going to bring excitement to basketball. I don't think, honestly, you can afford to hire a coach that, frankly, no one really knows. You got to basically you got to hire a name if you're serious about competing in the SEC right now. And if you hire a name in which these recruits, if they're if they're in the basketball like I think they are, they're going to know who this coach is. And they, uh, and I believe they will give him the opportunity to uh, lose them if if they were if they were to be lost. So Chris Beard, you know that's a big hot name here around the Ole Miss circles. Coached uh, at, at Little Rock, didn't he? Um, he's got some Arkansas roots. What do you know about him? Is he that type of name that could save the class and, and propel them forward? Um, in my honest opinion, yes. Uh, Coach Beard, Coach Beard, in the in, in, in what we say, he's a dog. He's going to defend you from one end to the other. He's going to hold you accountable, and uh, you're going to compete. On top of that, he's a recruiter. He really is. If you can do what you did at Arkansas Little Rock. And then turn around and I believe go to Texas Tech, and I think he made the Final Four at Texas Tech. The championship game too. And, and, and now think about that: Is Texas Tech a better program than Ole Miss? Actually, ah, they may be tit for tat right now. Yeah. If you can do it at Texas Tech, I know you can do it at Ole Miss. And uh, with the with the funding that we have in the SEC and the backing that we have in the SEC, I believe I believe we can compete with uh, with Beard. Joe, what do you think has been the problem? What has not propelled Kermit over, you know, that little step to, to win? What, what is there any one pattern that you see? What's what what is the problem? It's hard to put your, your finger on it. Um no doubt Kermit's a heck of a coach. He showed no doubt. Tennessee State. Um no doubt he's a hell he's a hell of a coach. But it's not working in the SEC. It's not working at Ole Miss. Um is it recruiting? I don't know. It just seems as if these guys leave high school, come come here, and they can't make a jump shot. And I'm going to just say it. It's shooting. We're, we're struggling shooting the ball. We really are. I look, I look at Matthew Morrell. I saw him play in high school. You're talking about a guy that didn't miss a hardly a three-point shot. And we see him in the games here, wide open shots. They're not falling for him. Why is that? Is it that he feels... Is he, is he stressed? I, I don't know what it is. But the shots are just not falling. And that, that goes along with everyone. They're still playing hard. That says a lot for Coach Davis. They're playing their butts off. I was at the game Saturday. They played yep. hard. They are. It's just the end results are not, are not there. And uh, it's about shooting, and it's about making key stops in the end. When I say key stops, key rebounds. Yeah. And those are things that we're, that, that, that we're not doing. The, the small things that win the games, we're not doing it. Joe, let's talk a little bit more about yourself. Tell everybody what you're doing now. Just just a little bit more about Joe Harvell. Oh, gosh. Well, I reside. I'm living in uh, Bahia, Mississippi. Been up here um, in Bahia about 18 years now. Um, I work in Memphis with a company uh, by the name of Yellow Incorporated. I'm the area equipment manager. I've been doing that now for the last 11, 12 years. Um, great company. Great company. And uh, I'm just... At work every day, guys, following old Miss sports and uh, staying involved. 
in the end, what what did playing at Ole Miss and just just being a student at Ole Miss mean for you? Everything. Um, I would say if anybody knows Joe Harvell, they know they know I'm Ole Miss through and through. <laughs> um, social media. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm just I'm Ole Miss through and through. When I when I coming out of high school, I was recruited hard by, of course, Nolan Richardson at Arkansas, Larry Finch at Memphis, and uh, I actually committed to. Uh, Larry Finch at Memphis early, and I decommitted and ended up coming to Ole Miss playing for uh, Ed Murphy at the time. And uh, Ed, Ed sold me Ed sold me on uh, a player who was there at the time that was leaving, Gerald Glass. In my opinion, in my opinion, probably the best player that ever come through Ole Miss in a two year period did what he did. You can't you can't argue that fact. Joe, sorry about this. We're coming up on a commercial break. We're going to get you back on soon. Thank you so much for coming on the Rebel Yo Hotline. Thank you, Joe. Yes, sir. You too. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Welcome to the point of the show where we get into your text messages at 662-426-1093. We'll also talk about some injuries. During this break, we were talking about Joe Harvell, yeah. uh, the guest and the things that, that he had done uh, over 
his history, and it was 2,078 points, still top 20 in the SEC, second in Ole Miss history with, with Stroud. And then uh, there was a season where he averaged 25 points per game, won the SEC scoring crown over Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, one of the, I, we were just going over the top five players of my lifetime, adulthood. I, Joe's definitely in there, and I was just reminiscing. I, he was a freshman when class was a senior, Chuck. Yeah. That I'm, team should have gone more than they did. Really good player. I mean, good gosh. Those are two of the top five slim dunk players at Ole Miss history. Glass didn't care too much for the defensive end, <laughs> but, he, but he certainly would play some offense. I can tell you that. So he wouldn't have made it in Kermit Davis right now. He, he, he wouldn't have made it with, with Bob Weltlick, that's for sure. <laughs> Text messages are brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. The first is, who is the starting pitcher for baseball? Tomorrow that answer is J.T. Quinn. Now, he mm. pitched an inning on Friday. Uh, threw the ball what mid nineties, yeah, but like got, a ball, 97, 98. Like a pitch, lot yeah, of these must... guys, Yancey the, and, and Chuck that pitched over the weekend, you could tell. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was eleven thousand two forty two announced on Friday night. That's the most ever in this program's history, and it was it was a great crowd. Saturday was a great crowd. Sunday obviously was a little different, yeah. but still, um, really good crowd. Sunday, I thought most of still. the guys that pitched. I mean, it was the first time for them. Uh, in in college baseball to pitch. And there were a lot of nerves. There were a lot of things they had to overcome. I like the looks of a lot of them. And and I think Quinn's one that we heard Lafferty mention Mm -hmm. they really like. He threw that one inning, and that was it. And then he'll get his chance to start tomorrow. Well, what I like, Gary, is and Chuck, is that we're seeing these pitchers in our old Miss, and we've seen so many in the past two, two pitches, right? Mm-hmm. These guys now are throwing three and, and four pitches. Uh, Revis, uh, Sanye, you know, they're four-pitch guys, and that makes a huge difference, Chucky, when – you know, you have to worry about as a hitter up there four different pitches than a fastball or either a curveball or slider. Most of them have usually been curveballs in the past with the Bianco players. But, you know, being a four-pitch uh, pitcher is a huge advantage. What I like is we're getting more and more kids that hit 95 and above. Yeah. That's, yeah. Been, that's kind of been the, the, you know, kind of the landing spot with Vanderbilt and LSU and uh, Arkansas pitchers, and we we seem to have always been stuck at 93, 94. Now, now we're getting up there where LSU pitchers and Arkansas pitchers and Vanderbilt pitchers have been for the last four or five years. You know, Sonia was throwing 94, 95, 94, 95, Every and, and he was having a little issue early with the location. I mm-hmm. think what's going to come with him is – He'll realize uh, I can throw it 92-93 with that movement against Delaware. Get me and yeah. get them out, and it would have been okay. Back off of it a little bit, let the pitch work, and, and do its stuff. But everybody, Hunter Elliott, hard on himself because he gave up two runs, mm-hmm. but Hunter was still good. Yeah, and, nine strikeouts, one And wall. Jack Doherty was really good. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think you can see one of the things that we did that, that you did see this weekend is how much you're going to miss Mallets because oh. – you could have him as the closer, and Jack could even be a starter. And one of these guys, Sonia Arivas, would be starting tomorrow. Or you could have or Jack have in that in role where you have the long inning, you know, middle relief that yeah. Bianca always loved. I remember Greenwood was, you know, such a good spot in that role where you go three or four innings if the starter only goes four or five, right? That's probably where he put Mason Nichols in it. 
Yeah, yeah. Probably and, and, longer you know, relief. There's been there's been you know questions could Mason uh, you know end up closing, but Mason's still really a two pitch guy, and, and you really need that third and fourth pitch to get those swinging misses. You still got to mix the speed of those pitches. It doesn't do any good if you're throwing it 95, 96 if that's all you're throwing it. So uh, Daugherty has got a little bit more. Uh, bullets in the arsenal, so to speak, and and I think he's going to be that closer. But what happens if he goes three or four innings on a Saturday? Right? Who's going to close it on Sunday? I would, Chucky. I would think that that would be Nichols right now. But you know, there's a lot of other good arms, and look, this, this Quinn guy, he might be that guy down the road. He's going to be a midweek starter, you know, for the first couple months here while you're in non-conference play, but. He's a guy that I would imagine that has that kind of swing and miss uh, ability to pitch at the end of the relief. Tukanen looked really good too. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that, that's and again, it was just a but. And what you what you're also seeing, Chuck, is some big guys coming mm-hmm. out of that bullpen too. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing big guys throwing it that way, big bodies that are still getting in that weight room and changing forms just a little bit, too. I think a lot of these young fellows are going to turn into maybe even a little bit higher than that in the MPH before it's long because they got the body to do it. Speaking of bigger, what about Shotney? I mean, he's put on 15 pounds of muscle. My gosh. He, and the very first hit, home run, right center, I was like, there we go. Not the dead pull every single pitch. Now, the majority of his hits were still dead pull, mm. but – uh, you know, he, he did go, I think he got three balls that went right center, and that's a great sign, and he was hot as a firecracker. When he's going, the offense is on a different level, and uh, he's he could have a special season. Gonzo drove in seven on Sunday. Yeah. McCants still playing well. McCants, I thought, really, you know, McCants and, and Chotney got off to such a slow start last year, and it was good to see them get off to a quicker start. That would be huge for this True offense. True center fielder in Groff. Mm, Leger can play. All these things we, we, we probably should be the asking. Dog too. Uh, and Will as Hindu along the way. Calarco at first. It's a good great swing. Good My goodness, what group. a good swing! So they got off to that start on the weekend. One of the others was uh, what seed do we expect the women's basketball team to get in the tournament? That's depending on uh, these last two regular season games with Missouri and Alabama. Uh, win them both, they'll be the four seed. They could be somewhere between four and seven in the conference because it's kind of jumbled in that regard. And um, one on basketball as well, but he answered that one with how many recruits do you think will leave if there is a coaching change was the text message. That's certainly going to depend on who the new coach is. I mean, and in Ole Miss's love that they have their best class ever, and you could have a a coaching change in this era, just makes you just, ugh. Brad Henderson's on the other side to continue with us. Hold on, please. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Dupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline. Presented by Cannon Motors. Game Day Outlook time brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees distribute those savings. Faris Group continues to do that with unparalleled level of service and delivered results. Give them a call, 1-877-327-3735. Gary Chuck and Yancey and our man Brad Henderson's back on the line with us. Hindu, thanks for carrying me throughout the broadcast on Saturday. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun, G-Darv. I hope we get to do it again soon. But it's always fun when you when you start off 3-0. and Yeah, Hen David, I need for you to come up here to the show. I need to get a smile on Chucky's face. He's been frowning ever since he walked in. He took his grandbabies, uh, <laughs> grandboys to the NBA All-Star game this weekend, buying $20 popcorns, $10 waters. I think he's, like, counting up money he spent right now. i got to go get a second mortgage. <laughs> Yeah, I had an obligation to take my grandsons out to Salt Lake City um, and had a ball. It was re- really fun. Just, uh, Good yeah. Yeah, I just need to sell a car now and pay for it. It'll be all right. You can't squeeze a nickel out of that boy, so I know how he's feeling right now. He's going to have a frown for about two weeks. Well, Hindu, uh, you know, you know, we taxed a little bit earlier, but I thought, you know, what else can you say about the weekend, the defense, spotless, not an error? I'm not even sure we went a weekend last season without an error. That was the first thing that stood out to me. The second thing was the starting pitching. Uh, I think this – this rotation here, you know, with um, the three guys they put on the mound, it's got a chance to be really, really good. And then third, the offensive production, just from top to bottom, when I said the bottom of the lineup is as good as the top, you got a chance to be special. And the last thing was the only question mark I had there was the middle relief. You know, that was a little bit spotty. Uh, but give us your thoughts and my own cue. What, what, what did you see? Well, I, I thought it was a complete weekend, you know. I mean – Time will tell uh, for for both teams. You know, obviously, it, on paper we were we were a little more experienced and and a, a little bit better than than Delaware, and and that's no, you know, I'm not I'm not knocking them by any means, but uh, you know that's how you draw it up. You, you you get a team in here that you expect to beat, and, and there's certain ways you you want to play and expect to play, and I, I think we executed that the way uh, Coach B wanted to. Obviously, there's some things we need to clean up. I know, for me, the the base on balls, a couple games. You know, Sonia had four, which is expected. You know, freshman yeah. running out there, and you know, just just some little nitpicky things. But uh, I thought, all in all, it was a an extremely complete weekend. Offense, defense, pitching. Uh, you know, the the list goes on and on. Obviously, the test will get harder uh, as we move along, but there weren't any glaring. Uh oh's, if you know what I mean, uh, coming out of opening weekend. I'll tell you one thing that caught my eye was Shotney's first at bat. He hits a home run, but it went right center, right? And that's where they've been retooling, trying to get him to get the ball a little bit deeper before he takes a hack at it. Uh, what did you see out of Shotney there? And also McCants, you know, both of them got off to such quick starts. 
where they had troubles last year with their slow start. How big is that for them mentally? Yeah, it's huge. And obviously, it, you know, the the longer you play, the the more veteran you become. The game slows down. You know, where where when when you're a freshman and sometimes even a sophomore, ninety miles an hour looks like ninety eight miles an hour. And then once the game slows down, ninety miles an hour looks like eighty five miles an hour sometimes. And and you obviously they're a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. <clears throat> And they've kind of got that game savvy now. And uh, so the game has, has certainly slowed down for both of those two. And you said it uh, when we first went on. When, when you've got McCants and Chatagnier essentially hitting eight, nine the lineup, uh, there's no holes in that lineup. You know, they, they could easily be hitting one and two uh, in that lineup. So it, 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 was, it was good to see them get off to a good start. Uh, and you're right, Peyton going the other way. You know, he's been a pull hitter. TJ's been a pull hitter. T.J. laid down a perfect drag bunt against the shift. So, you know, that there was some uh, some new things they brought uh, that maybe we hadn't seen a lot of uh, in the past few seasons from those guys. But th- this offense is explosive, and they just feed off each other, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, my favorite thing, and I was telling somebody today, when Peyton hit the home run, or I think we hit seven or eight this weekend, but every guy, when they come to home plate and they all celebrate, they're all genuinely happy for each other, and and that's yeah. just the culture that's been created. And uh, and man, those those guys feed off of it. What's your impressions of the three new everyday guys, Groff and Leger and Calarco? Studs, studs. I'm gonna tell you what, Ethan Groff's a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Um, he can flat out play, <clears throat> and he is a he's a true center fielder. Uh, he's a true top of the order guy. I still think ultimately he'll lead off. Uh, yeah. You know, he had he had a couple stolen bases on Saturday. Um, he just makes things happen. Uh, he's a gap to gap guy. He's got, but I think he's also got a chance to hit eight or ten home runs. Uh, but he's kind of the spark plug, and he's going to play the he's going to play the mess out of center field and and allow TJ to move to a corner and and Kemp to move to a corner. So I feel like he's really got a chance to be the glue uh, to this team, and, and that's odd because he's a he's a portal guy. You know, but he's he's jumped right in there and had a wonderful fall, uh, and you can see how talented he is. And then obviously Leger at third, um, tremendous player, um, and Clarko at first. They've all just blended in. The team's taken to them, and sometimes that's not that doesn't necessarily happen. You know, because you may have some younger guys that were kind of waiting for that spot when Elko and 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 Graham and Bench got out of there and Dunhurst, but. Uh, Again, it goes back to the culture, and those guys have fit right in there. Other guys are still going to get their opportunities, but uh, you know, barring injury early on in the season, I think those guys are going to stick. Uh, you know, and, unless they kind of hit a wall or or kind of hit one of those spurts where where you know they're not swinging it well, but defensively they are are equal or possibly even upgrades from what we had last year. Wow, so that's I'm pretty... not going to say Colaco is going to hit. 30 home runs like Timmy did, but, uh, you know, he's going to fill in there nicely and play a great first base and, and be a nice left-handed bat. How did Calvin do behind the plate uh, for his first kind of three-game weekend as, as the main backstop? Yeah, that's, to me, that's the one thing that went unnoticed uh, that not a lot of people talked about because we know Calvin's going to swing it. And uh, – he got back there, threw, threw a runner out. Uh, I thought he blocked the ball exceptionally well. And I'll be honest with you, you know, we, we've been spoiled in the past with Ole Miss catching. 
And uh, when, when Hayden left, I just didn't – I didn't know how Calvin was going to be, you know, because he just hadn't had – he had some mop-up duties last year, but he, he wasn't thrown in the fire for three straight games. And I thought he was tremendous. And I don't know why I ever thought he wouldn't have, simply because Mike's not going to have a catcher uh, that's not elite. So I I thought he was tremendous. I do think it's important that he stays healthy. Um, That's probably the one position we're not extremely deep at. Um, But, yeah, Calvin, Iowa kid, hard worker. uh, But, no, he, he was a lot more polished than I thought he would be in his first true weekend start. Kemp got on base eight times, had five hits and three walks on the weekend. So uh, it looks like he's picked up probably even better than he was last year. Yeah, he's he's a beast. And this is the year, you know, this is the year. It's his third year. It's Gonzo's third year. It's, it's you know, a lot of these guys, and, and I heard Coach on – on, on y'all's show or, or, or another show, and he talked about, you know, everybody's saying, you know, you lose Bench, you lose Elko, you lose uh, Graham. Well, those guys weren't penciled in the starting lineup their first or second year either, and they became leaders. Well, it, it's time for Kemp to become a leader. It's time for Calvin to be the leader. You know, yeah, did it hurt to lose them? Yeah, but that, that's, that's part of it. That, that's the college game. And you've got to have those other guys step up in that role. And I'm a, I'm a true believer that they're going to do that. And uh, Kemp's only gotten better. I mean, obviously the first year he struggled in, in minimum at bats. He had the one big home run against LSU to walk on. But other than that, he was it was basically you're trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Uh, last year you saw a huge jump, him spitting on breaking balls um, and getting himself into, into good, good at bats, good quality counts where he can drive fastballs and then you saw him have quality of bats this weekend i still think kemp's a 15 to 20 homer guy it's going to surprise me if he doesn't hit 15 to 20 just because he's that strong um he's fun to watch now i I hope he continues to get better in the outfield he needs to play the outfield to allow some other guys to get in that dh role but i thought he I, i thought he was pretty good out there this weekend I did too. And you know, one thing Hindu I noticed is the team speed overall is better. Leger, what I mean, I didn't know he was that fast. And then, you know, Calvin instead of Dunhurst in there, obviously he's faster. And then you got Groff in center field and then Kemp. I mean, Kemp's the, I believe the fastest sixty guy on the team at a six six flat. So you have added speed all over the field. They were six for seven in stolen bases. So all those little things, as you know, Hindu, they add up. And we're talking about a national championship team last year. I think they're better defensively, and I know they're faster. And, uh, you know, uh, those little things cannot go unnoticed. Yeah, I think we're certainly more athletic. I I think where we may fall off just a little bit would just be the power numbers, simply because Timmy hit so many. And – and so, but I don't know how much we're going to drop off. I think we, you know, we hit seven or eight this weekend. Eight, um, yeah. But, you know, I think we're going to make up for it. We, we only struck out one time. Last year, some of those guys, Tim included, uh, we were okay with him striking out because he, you know, he still had a chance to hit the ball out of the yard. And uh, I think you're going to see a lot more guys battle at the plate and, and that athleticism takes over on, on maybe a number, you know, down the third baseline or a ball hit up the middle and we beat it out. I think there's some things that's going to overcome the, the power numbers. And I'm still not sold we're not going to hit over 100 home runs like we did last year. 
but I think from an actual batting average and uh, putting the ball in play and battling at the plate, you know, uh, I think we're going to be a lot better than we were last year, and that's scary. Um, but obviously we need to stay healthy, and there's a lot of baseball left. But uh, if you came out and saw this team play this weekend, you got to be excited uh, for the 2023 season. Brad, uh, who, who surprised you on the mound beyond the starters? Uh, any new guys that you said, oh, okay, I like it? Uh, I thought uh, JT Quinn uh, was really good. He's got unbelievable mm-hmm. stuff. He's going to get the start tomorrow against Arkansas State. I thought the freshman to Cohen uh, was really, really good. Um, obviously, Jack in the bullpen, obviously he's a returner, but I thought he was tremendous coming out of the bullpen in, in game two. Um, Revis, who did start, uh, didn't know what to expect from him. But I, overall, I thought he had possibly the best weekend. He just kind of accepted the challenge, and he's got a slider that's just – off the charts, and I hadn't seen it up close and personal like I did on Sunday. Uh, but it was good to see some some veterans that haven't had any time, like Morrell, Parento, um, like we talked about with Kemp and those those guys. Where your Morrells, your Parentos, it's their time too. You know, they they've waited, they put the time in, uh, been in the weight room, so. It's baseball. The turnover, it's it's their time. So it was good to see all the arms really contribute. Um, but these young arms, I was telling a buddy of mine today that I played with in the past, I said, man, those young arms, we're, we're going to be in good shape for a while on the hill. And, Brad, don't you think because, I mean, other than Hunter and Jack, I mean, this was the first time in collegiate baseball and in front of – Five figures, right? I mean, a big attendance and some of the, the the biggest that they've seen. And even though it was their own fans, this was a different animal that they went out there and came from a bullpen to the mound for the first time. There were a lot of uh, adrenaline and jitters, and 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 they responded and and did well. But it's just going to take some time before we really know about these guys. Yeah, it is. It is. And and uh, but you know we. We play Maryland this weekend. I saw today in one poll it was it, yep. they're 13 in the country. So we, we better get ready in a hurry. Uh, but but for me, and I said it on the air, it, it's their misses for me. Where, where are they missing? And, and you watch Sonia. Yeah, he had four walks, but his he had good misses. You know, he may have missed a ball and a half off the plate or off his mm-hmm. location. He wasn't trying to overthrow and missing chest high and erratic all over the place. So to me, that tells me there there was some adrenaline, some nerves, but there really weren't. He he just missed his spot by a ball and a half, and it cost him a walk, you know. And so that was a good sight for me, and I didn't see that really from any pitcher um, because that's kind of the telltale, and that just shows that they're trying to do too much in front of a big crowd and not staying within themselves and trusting their stuff but uh, I thought, really, for the most part, they all kept it within themselves, trusted their stuff, and, and competed. Hindu, we thank you for being with us tonight, my friend. We'll see you soon. You thank bet, you, man. Hindu. Always a pleasure. Look forward to it. 
Brad Henderson on the call with DK tomorrow. Uh, we've got to catch up with the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Before we get out of here, OxfordOrtho.com. Yeah, I'm at basketball. Caldwell, Miss, Mississippi State game. UN still out, not because of an injury, as we know, um, with the off-the-court deal. And then, you know, uh, Ruffin is, is out with the injury and, you know, trying to get himself right and, uh, I think I, I know I saw, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the forward that is not playing much. Uh, names escaping me. He was in a boot. Uh, the big guy transferred from the Northeast. Anyway, names escaping me. Babala. Yeah. He was in a boot on the bench. So that's four guys right there just off the basketball. All right, still to go, we've got the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. We've got a little SEC news, the good, bad, and ugly, and we'll finish up this program tonight. We thank Joe Harvell. We thank Brad Henderson for being on the program with us. We'll talk to you in uh, the other side with a few little things to do. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. 
Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. What's going on uh, today with our SEC and Ole Miss news brought to us by Van Atkins Jewelers. Van Atkins, the South's leading estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. Van Atkins guarantees satisfaction, and as Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. So, SEC News, D1 Baseball's poll looks like this. Number one, LSU. Number three, Tennessee. Number four, Ole Miss. Number five, Texas A&M. Number seven, Florida. Number nine, Arkansas. Number 10, Vandy. Uh, number 20, Alabama. Number 23, South Carolina. Nine of the 14 in the top 23. This is going to be an unbelievable <laughs> competitive yeah. year. I mean, it always is, but maybe this one more than any of them. Yeah, and, and nobody's really talking about Florida, but I'm telling you guys, Florida is going to be pitching staff look really hell good. on wheels, yep. and they've got some hitters, too. I, I think they're going to be. And as Hindu said, this weekend's opponent, number 13, Maryland. Yep. And they got to play them four times, guys. They, they, they're the first They'll matchup in, in the big. Yep. Yeah. And then they also play Purdue in a three game set. And I mean, they're playing as many Big Ten teams. It seems like it's SEC kind of a crazy schedule. So there you have uh, that one. And that's quickly the SEC news. Let's do some red and blue chips recruiting brought to you by the Grove Collective. The mission, of course, to create and enhance the NIL opportunities for Ole student athletes at our flagship university. Go. Yeah, uh, the football tidbits here. Um, Demetrius Ford at Austin P. Portal, defensive back. As we know, Ole Miss still needs some help in that uh, backfield there. He has announced he's going in the portal, and Zach Berry from the Ole Miss Spirit said that is definitely a name to watch. He had 37 tackles and 19 pass deflections for the season, and a, a season high uh, seven tackles against Alabama and three pass deflections. So he showed that he can really perform at the top level. Uh, four-star Coley Cobbins out of Destron, Louisiana, puts Ole Miss in the top four with LSU, Texas, and Bama. He's been consistently naming Ole Miss as a top school, one to keep an eye on. Lake Cormont, Cameron Frank- Franklin, has been moved to a composite five-star by on three recruiting uh, for the 2024 class. He's definitely probably Ole Miss's number one recruit Have on the board. Have you seen a picture period. of this dude? 
Yeah, he's he's a man child. Dude, <laughs> in high school, right? Uh, unbelievable specimen. Yeah, he's, he's. I think he's gonna break the Mississippi record for sacks uh, this coming season for his career. Uh, it's gonna take a lot of money, quarterback money, to get him. So we'll see what happens. But Ole Miss it feels like they're in a good spot with him, but. You know, it's going to be tough for Bama and LSU and Tennessee, the normal suitors for these Mississippi uh, players. And then, um, you know, some other stuff here, basketball tidbits. Uh, Joe had mentioned it. Josh Hubbard is now the Mississippi's all-time leading scorer. On top of that, he led MRA to the state championship. And Briarcrest Christian, Tennessee, power forward Jacob Godzo, also an Ole Miss signee, a 6'10 signee, came from Macomb, moved up to uh, Briarcrest his senior year. He just poured in 30 points and 12 rebounds in their on senior night the, this past week, and uh, they have the Memphis area best 31 and two record. So things are going well with him. And then baseball tidbits: Ole Miss adds another pitcher. And Gary, just like you were talking about, this one is Jake Reggert. Uh He's out of Minnesota, and he's six five two thirty. The six five doesn't catch me, but already two hundred thirty pounds. A lot of these baseball pitchers and guys you see six four, six five. Yep. Literally, they're like one hundred eighty pounds. But this guy's already coming in, like Lance uh, Lynn. Yeah, yeah, like Lance Lynn. He's uh, the number eleventh overall commitment for Ole Miss this year. The twelfth ranked nationally, and the number ninety eight prospect from perfect games now let's hit some music for the good bad and ugly big delta power sports located at 155 cracker barrel drive in batesville well all right the good baseball certainly got off to a good and totally expected start as the rebels began their defense of a national title with the sweep of outmatched delaware the rebels scored 35 runs in the three game set uh displaying the type of explosive offense that was anticipated, and the pitching was solid, holding the Blue Hens to six runs. is really good start, as good as we probably could have hoped for. As Brad Henderson said, it was very complete. Defensive was good. Uh, offense was good. Pitching was good. The whole pinch hitting, the relief pitching, everything was pretty solid. Uh, of course, it gets a lot more difficult as we move, including this coming weekend with Maryland, number 13 in the country, but it'll be fun. Uh, the bad, well, you already know, the men's basketball season needs to mercifully end. <laughs> the never-ending campaign just gets worse and worse and worse. I'm actually starting to feel sorry for everyone involved. Look, you can fuss and cuss and dislike and rant about the coaching, the players, whatever, but nobody in that program wanted this season to play out this way it just went south and snowballed from there i've seen it many times in sports there's really no need to expound on the situation any longer there'll be a new regime and a new era starting soon i hate it for kermit davis for his assistance and for his players but they simply didn't get the job done and change is imminent yep. all right we'll come back we'll do a show next monday night thanks for being with us on the Cannon motors of mississippi rebel yell hotline hotty toddy get well gordon